Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome to the show. I hope. Welcome to the show. Okay. 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 Damn. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the Black Umbrella. It is another lovely TBU Thursday. I hope that you all are burning the world down. Um. (laughs) How are we all feeling today? Are we breathing? Huh? Living um, Did you I'm get breathing. some sunshine on your skin? Did you feel the breeze between your toes? Yes. Well, not the toes part, but the sunshine on skin, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The sun is shining. The tank is mm. clean, too, if you didn't know. The tank is clean. And, and, the, co- and the counter is wiped down. Ah. No dingleberries. And, 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 and uh, I just want to let you know, mm-hmm. shout out uh, to Sexy P. Yes. Sexy P. Because the koozie clean too, baby. Okay. <laughs> I just want y'all, koozie clean, koozie clean. Okay. <laughs> it's just that simple. That's all Sexy P. That's, I have no credit on that. That's yeah. all Sexy P. Yes, make sure y'all are tuning in too. It all comes back to sex. Y'all can find them on Spotify as well. Uh, I think they're under Accelerated Radio. Um, but yes, yes, yes. Just look up the name and you'll find their podcast. So. And comes is C U M, like come, like yes, sperm. All... Okay. <laughs> just wanted and to make sure that everybody it. got that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, this is episode 21 of season two. Like, how are we feeling? 21. Halfway there. Halfway there. We are halfway done. It actually, it's kind of, it's kind of funny how we are halfway there because it kind of doesn't feel like it, I guess, because of everything that's been going on. It's like life has really taken just a complete turn. So, feels like we're, you know, it doesn't feel like we're halfway there, but we're halfway there. Feels like five of her. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I guess we can get yes. started then, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, what are we waiting for, right? Right. Yes. Right, right. So, right. Rika, so do you. Okay, guys. So today's word of the day is treacherous. Treacherous? Yep, treacherous. Uh-huh. It is spelled T-R-E-A-C-H-E-R-O. U.S. It is an adjective. It means dangerously unstable and unpredictable, tending to betray. Treacherous. Mm. Treacherous. Okay, okay. I'm into it. Good. I can... Mm, anybody? I mean, does anyone want to go first with their sentence? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I will say that Right now, the cops. Well, this isn't this ain't just no right now, but um, the cops in America are very, very treacherous with you know how they've been moving lately. Well, not even lately. That's the funny thing. Right for the for you know, whole existence. For the whole since existence, the beginning. You know what I mean. The people are still out there protesting every day. 
Um, mm. The media is not really covering it anymore, but you know, stay glued to your social media and like you'll be seeing that people are still out here protesting every day. And you know, the cops are still there. You know what I'm saying? They they still trying to dance with people, make people trust them when they know. An mm-hmm, hour just... later, they finna be mm-hmm. lighting people up. So yes, mm-hmm. okay. Treachery going on. Still trying to dance with people. Mm-hmm. Just like Luther was trying to dance with his father again. Just couldn't happen. Uh, you know? But no. <laughs> you don't get to give a sentence. Well, I guess I do. Hold on no, now. Don't no, don't take no, my no. sentence away from me. <laughs> don't take my sentence away from me. Please don't. May I please give my sentence now? Mm. Thank you. Mm. Treacherous. Hmm. Um, the block's been hot and it's been treacherous lately. Mm. You know? Mm. How so? Mm-hmm. The neighbors. The neighbors. <laughs> well, if, and, if, and, and, and whenever I say the neighbors, I think we all know which neighbor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. What is happening? It's happening. It's always I don't something. Know. It's always during like the summertime, like you know, when things just get to get heated pop, on the block. Pop pop. People are frustrated because it's so damn hot. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. lot. Treacherous. The way that some black people have been responding to certain things has been treacherous some coonery going on that coon chip activated and it's treacherous mm-hmm. the coon chip uh, okay yes the coon chip that's what the they call chip. it when they say they be like the coon chip has been activated on this one when they mm. say some ignorant shit oh, yes okay so near oh wow yes okay well treacherous bam boom bam we did it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the Glock on Pop Truck Stay Pop. Hey, <laughs> Glock on Pop, the Pop Stay Lock. <laughs> dangerous. Mm. It's, it's danger, right? It's danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, danger. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. Oh, Do your you, thing. You yes, I'm done. Yes. Okay. okay. Go ahead, hit us with it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and slide into For the Birds and let's see what's happening on Twitter this week. So, starting it off with a lovely new feature that we got on Twitter, and it is already starting to be a fan favorite, apparently. So, this week, Twitter um, basically put out a new feature on the app to where you can create voice notes instead of tweets um you can record a message i think the longest you can go is two minutes and 20 seconds basically you can record yourself doing you know a voice message kind of like like you would on like you know an iphone and like you send it through the messages and stuff like that um can i do what hmm sorry my message i think But anyway, yes. And people have been very hilarious with it already. Like within the hour of that feature, 
dropping. I already seen so many variations of messages. I mean, that people are getting out. carried away with it. Mm-hmm. They are making like like things that sound like early two thousands uh, voicemail messages. They're <laughs> recreating like really funny uh, like videos. People are just you know they they're they're being very experimental with this new feature. So I'm wondering, mm-hmm. are you guys gonna be using this feature? Are you excited about it? Or is it something that you kind of don't really like as of now? I will not. I will not. I don't have anything to say. Mm. I think it might be good from a podcaster perspective on like if we used it. But I mean, I don't see myself voice noting anything. You know. Keep it that way. Mm. Keep it that way. Tell me why. Do you guys see yourselves using it? Mm. No. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm gonna say no. I don't. Frenchie, see... you better put that sexy voice on deck. This what? You, that sexy, sexy voice. 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 You heard me. Wow. Your voice love that shit. I didn't know that's what was happening. By the way, um, these these new voice notes are putting a lot of you out of commission. Who, you know, people had their eyes on. They'd be like, "Oh my god, he looks so fine," and oh, they hear yeah. your voice. They'd be like, "Ooh, ooh, hold on now." Yeah, because <laughs> so far with the voice note, I've learned that you know, people who you think are attractive do not have the voice to match, <laughs> uh, and some people who maybe you didn't think were too attractive, you know, they they got the voice. The voice. They got the bass. The The bass. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's very, it's it's, it's interesting. I will say that. Um, Originally, like, at first when I was seeing it, I really did not like it. I'm still kind of, like, trying to get used to it or whatever. Because I don't really like the fact that, like, if you're playing a voice message, like, you can still keep scrolling. Because like yeah, that gets annoying. It's the voice message like at the bottom like of your screen, and it, like so it'll keep playing like as you're scrolling and stuff, and you have to click like the X button for it to clear out and stuff. And I don't really like that. I wish yeah. that it could be kind of like how the videos already are on Twitter, to where you can just like click on the video and like click actually on the voice note, and like you can. And then you can close it yeah, out whenever you're done with it. Yeah, close when I'm done. I don't want to be scrolling and it's still talking to me. That's weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you better contact Twitter support and say, excuse me, fix uh-huh. it. Yes, because I, I don't like that. I don't like that part about it. But I will say, you know, I'm ready for the argument. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready. For oh the, yeah, please. They don't. They don't gave. They don't gave. They don't gave Nicki Minaj a Twitter voice note, and it's about to get real, real. Oh no. You know, Nicki Minaj about to be like. <laughs> you know she can't. You know she can't use her social media though. You know she don't know how to really. <laughs> she, she's not really the best when it comes to her social media stuff. She's not. So we'll see, but I could definitely see her very, really utilizing. It for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I'm just ready for the arguments to be quite honest, and that's about all that I'm kind of excited for when it comes to that. Um, yeah. I would love for Lana Del Rey to give us one. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, what do you think she would say? 
give me give me your your impression or your glimpse. my impression of Lana Del Rey on Twitter mm-hmm. and her. I decided to get on the Twitter voice notes because <laughs> it gives people a chance to focus on exactly what I'm saying versus tear me apart from my dismembered and disfigured face. So now that I have this platform, beep, cut off, bam, oh. next. Okay, I'm sorry, it's been two minutes already. Um, <laughs> but I am back here just to straighten up some things because now that I have this feature, it's no longer like, my words can't be taken out of context. You guys can hear my tone in which I'm saying, beep. Okay, next. Uh, okay, this is my last message. I'm going to actually get to the point right now. Um, so that's not what I meant whenever I said that Doja and, you know, Megan the Stallion and Beyonce get to talk about their bodies and be celebrated while I'm torn down and vilified. But I am the victim here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh God, they done gave. Never mind. You know what? I mean, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? This is gonna be the perfect segue. Okay, they gave B Simone voice notes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that voice, a mess. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of B Simone, that is the next topic that we have here on for the birds. Mm. We're about to use the rest of this segment to dedicate to this situation that's happening situation the situation that's happening so if you guys uh are not up to speed i'm about to catch you up um last week b simone had you know made this comment on you know during this interview that she was having about how you know the kind of man for her is not the man that has a nine to five it would be the man that you know is an entrepreneur like she is because she wants someone who you know like understands what she's going through like on a daily basis and like you know can just understand her lifestyle and things like that and you know obviously people they had issues with her saying that because you know people are like well how can you say that like your audience are people who are nine to fivers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so how can you say you don't want someone that's that has that kind of job or whatever blah 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 okay and it was like, oh, okay. I, I I don't care about what the hell she said. That's her, whatever. But um, That's her prerogative. That's her business. Yeah, okay. that's her business. But then the people, the people, they really did not like when she said that. And I'm not saying that this all came out because of these comments, but I am saying within a few days of her saying that she would not date someone who has a nine to five is when everything I mean, started got to crumble down. down for her. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys don't know, I think it was like last year, B. Simone, she put out this book, you know, like this, I think it's called like Baby Girl Manifest Your Life or something like that, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Already bad from the title. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Because she was all about, you know, manifesting and that's, you know, that's where I got to where I am today and I just want you know, the other women out there to be able to, you know, get to this space that I am in my life right, or whatever, you know, manifest a better life for themselves. Um, The book comes out and she, that was how she made her first like million dollars off from sales of this book. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, Dinah's in last week, she made the comment about how she would not want to date a man 
who works nine to five. She would want an entrepreneur so that they can understand, you know, like why she's up at 3 a.m., you know, what she's doing and how she, you know, how she works and stuff like that. And so people were like, hey, B. Simone, is this you? Are you the person who has been putting out and selling this book? Right. People have been people were posting photos and like videos of the book, and it was like I mean paper clips and Elmer's glue. Okay, listen. Prayers were holding the book. Holding on, Uh Okay. Um, it was flimsy. It literally looked like it was on printer paper. Yep. Not actual like book. (laughs) You know, like nice book paper slipping out the binding what little binding yeah. it did have i, I mean, mean literally binding like Ugh. it was just really there bad. was no binding the there whole, was no binding. i mean the whole entire book just slipping right Slipped. out of the cover it i mean it's just a mess i mean it was it's literally a self-help book it had the continuity of like a lakeshore preschool book you know yeah. like, <laughs> it's just a mess just a mess and so the people, you know, they started getting on her about that. Like, how can you say you don't want a man who, you know, you don't want someone that that um, that works a nine to five, but you want someone who's an entrepreneur because you're an entrepreneur, but this is the kind of, you know, content that you're putting out. So how can you say that, you know, you want someone who can understand why you're up at 3 a.m. if this is like the product that you're putting out at the end of the day, like, and you were charging people, you know, however, however much the book was, like thirty dollars, thirty dollars for the book, you know. And you made your like you made your, and that's a lot of money for right. a book. It is like and I mean, I get a paperback book, mm-hmm. like a nice publishing, like published paperback book for a smooth fifteen dollars. You know, you're spending thirty dollars, right? Emojis, thirty spending $30 emojis in the on book. This book that looks Oof. like it was printed at. The staples down the street. It looks like a funeral program. Yeah, not even yeah. at the staples because the staples they got some thick paper. So let me you take see? that back. Looking like it was printed Kmart. in your home. Kmart. In your home. Oh. Okay. On your Epson. On your Epson. On your Epson. Okay, and I would know because I got an Epson. Okay, <laughs> I would know. Not the expensive one either. Okay. And not the expensive one. Okay, my Epson so, don't even work no more. Okay. <laughs> that's the one. The one that you fit in your college dorm. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. that's when I got it. Boom. The yep. one that takes five minutes to print. Yeah. One page. Exactly. That one. <laughs> that that one. one. So, you know, she, and it's like, oh, this is like, you're, you're kind of bragging that you're an entrepreneur and like you made your first million off of this book and this is what it looks like. And then, you know, so it was kind of bad for her already. And then a couple of days later. More um, people started to post, you know, like the content of the book and pointed out that it was a lot of plagiarism going on. So these are mm-hmm. like, I mean, full blown pages that was like, it's the same word for font, word, the same font, the same uh, um, size of the font. I mean, the same color scheme, word for word, it's everything. She just copied it from other. Um, you know, from other sources, and some of those sources are actual, you know, 
were black women also. Mm-hmm. Bloggers. So you know, it's like, okay. People so, had their own projects of their own who were trying to like, you know, pr- promote them. And she took their material. Exactly. And copy and paste. Exactly. Just copied and pasted other people's work, put it in this book, put it out. It was flimsy as the shit. And then you go bragging about how you made your first million and here's my book because I want y'all to, you know, manifest your life mm-hmm. and look what look what happened with me. So you guys should buy my book. And then, you know, kind of say you want these this entrepreneurial relationship when you're clearly your definition of being an entrepreneur is just thievery scammer and scamming okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it was very bad for her it was very bad for her on twitter for sure uh a lot of people had a lot of things to say you know a lot of people were calling her out because it's just like you know how how dare you you're putting out some trash and you're stealing and that's not right and you're also stealing from black women which is double just not right as you being a Mm. black woman you know what i mean um And so originally, B. Simone, she didn't say anything, but her manager, Miss Skittles, okay, her manager's <laughs> name is Miss Skittles. Taste the rainbow. All right. She came out and, you know, was saying, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is, um, you know, this is a mistake. Um, B. Simone, you know, she wouldn't, she wouldn't do this. Like, you know what I mean? She hired a design company and, you know, we're in a lawsuit Ooh, right now with the firm. We're trying to work it all out. You know, we we would never intentionally steal from anyone. So please, you know, like just kind of reaching out to those people and saying like, oh, my God, like, you know, let us know how we can, you know, solve this. And we're in a lawsuit with them, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out that the supposed design design companies, they do not check your copy to make sure that it's not plagiarized. All they do is like arrange. Plagiarized. And come up with, I guess, like how it's going to be laid out, and like you know the way, like the way that the pages are going to look and stuff like that. They don't check to see if it's original content or not. So already, they're blaming people who have nothing to do with the plagiarized stuff that's going on. But because it's easy to blame someone else, that's what they're doing. Okay, it took about a week later. B. Simone finally made a video in response to you know to to these accusations and to all these things that are you know coming out about the book and you know people just trashing her on you know on social media and things like that um and in the video i'm just gonna tell you what she said you know in my own words oh yes please i'll actually read the tweet that i that i tweeted just so please I do it. it right okay <laughs> okay so basically in this video b simone practically said this okay i take full responsibility okay however it was them okay (laughs) not me me. okay now let me reiterate that a few (laughs) more times for you it was them not me, okay? Not them. me. It was just them. <laughs> just letting yes. you guys know, I do once again take full responsibility, but it was just not me. It wasn't me. It, wasn't, it could it not have been me. It was my them. Fault. It was them. Yep. Because the thing is, I would never. I just really genuinely did not know what was happening, but I wrote the book. But it's not my book. Mm-hmm. 
but it's my book. But, but I've never it's not written my a book. Fault, but at the end of the day, I'm the boss. I'm the leader. I'm the I'm, I'm like, the coach. Okay. I'm the coach that did not read the playbook. Yeah. Nika literally hit it on the net. That's what she said. She said, I'm the coach. I'm like, who are you coach? coaching? She said, She's the coach. Though... She didn't read the playbook and she mm-hmm. led her team in. Yeah. It looks said, like you sit it looks like you sit on the bench. She said, I bench am the coach, you know, and I, you know, the team, the team is what messed up. But you know, because I am the coach and I am the face of the brand, you know, I should have been more on top of things. And because I am the face, you know, I do take responsibility. But you know, like the team messed up. You know, the yeah, coach didn't. It wasn't mess me. Up, but, you know, it wasn't because my fault. I am the coach. You it know, coach. I do take responsibility, but it was the team. And you did. <laughs> you're a coach that you didn't read the playbook and you didn't review the playbook before it got sent out to the team. It's just the most re-niggin' ass apology I've ever heard. <laughs> like, what? So, obviously... It's not even an apology. It was just like a, no, okay, y'all, wasn't. so I feel bad because I didn't go over what was not written by me, but has my name on it. I didn't go over the pages of the book that I claimed to have written, even though it wasn't written by me. <laughs> it was written by my team. Mm-hmm. And on top of me not going over it, I just put some bullshit out. Yeah. Yep. She said mm-hmm. something like, you know, I've never written a book before, you know, so my team, mm-hmm. you know, they, they handle all that, blah, blah, blah. And you still haven't. And you okay. still haven't written a book before. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> what a lovely day. And so obviously people, they did not like what she had to say in that video because she was placing blame Bunch all on other bullshit. people. And then once again, someone pulled out some receipts on her and was like, I'm sorry, isn't this you? Driving in the car. A video of her mm-hmm. driving in the car, talking about how, you know, how she's so super involved in the whole process of her book, and that, you know, there were some things that were, you know, that needed to be changed, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. so, mm-hmm. you know. But so I will not deliver it. you guys bullshit. You know me. I won't give you guys bullshit. I would not give you unfinished products. Exactly. So I'm just going <laughs> to... You know, I'm, I want this to be, you know, the best thing. You know, I'm super involved. I'm like, I'm very hands-on with what's going on. So you guys don't just have anything to yourself. worry about. Blah, 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 blah. Just tell so, them yourself. Just, I mean, in this video, you were saying you were hands-on with everything. Now you're saying, I had nothing to do with anything. And we're all, you know, and we're, we are, um... And then before you said something, your manager came out to say that y'all are suing people and y'all got lawsuits going on when it was it was you, Scooby Doo. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. Rut row. Rut row. Rut row. Hello. <laughs> I don't understand. I just want to say to anybody who's a creative out there who actually is, you know, working hard to make their, to manifest their dreams mm-hmm. originally and make them come true and have people out here buying your stuff and, you know, doing the real work, the real research, the real writing, the grind on it, mm-hmm. please continue to do so. And don't let this boo-boo the fool fool you because she's <laughs> looking real dumb right now. She's looking real, real, real dumb. Yeah, she's looking. It, it, it is looking crazy. And, and now that she got these lawsuits going on, uh-huh. she's about to be out of her million dollars just that yeah, quick. Exactly. So I'm like, girl, the lawsuits that y'all have going are not ones that y'all have placed upon other people. <laughs> right. People, have placed people are putting on you. <laughs> yep. 
you run them their check and run them their money. Nobody. And that's what you get for having. And that's why I don't understand what people. It's like mm-hmm. you had you built a platform off of having people in your pockets. So mm-hmm. now everybody know what you got going on in your pockets. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, there's no way that you're gonna make a million dollars from like. I mean, not all of the real money came from the book, but a nice chunk of it did. So whenever you put it out there that you made a million dollars and you're self-made and you did this and you did that and you worked hard and you hustled and you grinded, best believe I'm coming out after every dime because that was my hustle and that was my grind that was put into your project that Mm -hmm. you plagiarized to make profit off of. For what? Just a mess. And then for you to be stealing from black women on top of that? Like, ew. On top of everything. Ew. But you know, it was the team it wasn't her, so yeah, it wasn't right. her. It wasn't her at all. Because she <laughs> no, wouldn't do you're right. that. You're right. She's she was very involved with her book. It wasn't her fault. Yep. It wasn't. Nope. She nope. didn't even she didn't write <laughs> any of it actually. No, she no, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> Not an ounce of it. You know what she did write though? Mm-hmm. The, signed oh. the signed copies. <laughs> the signed copies. <laughs> the signed copies. That was her first look at the book. Mm. When she was selling those signed copies for double the extra because it's signed by B. Simone. Mm-hmm. Who? No. Literally, who? <laughs> Feeling like a real bird right now, huh? Uh huh. So that's just a mess. She's, you know, I think, uh, I don't know if she's going to be able to come back from this. You know, sometimes when, when people go through. Um... She needs to lean into her comedy. That's it. Like the best way for her to come back is to her to further her to literally make fun of herself. Like, yeah, that's she needs to lean into comedy and leave the that's whole true. manifestation thing behind. Like, keep that for your friends and family, but lean into your comedy, um, lean into your jokes, lean into your stand up, and make fun of yourself and make fun of the situation. And that's how you can actually make a genuine profit off of something mm-hmm. versus trying to steal something from black women who are actually working hard for to make content for one to feel like they can manifest their dreams or have a self-help kind of book going on so yeah it's just not your lane get out of it you know <laughs> take the nearest exit please and park your car mm. and get out and walk <laughs> walk down the street you know get yourself back to the car at some point but please just start walking <laughs> in your path so that you can actually hop in your lane you know what your path is so just stay in it you know <laughs> all respect all respect. That simple. Mm-hmm. That's that simple. Mm. Okay. That's all I have to say. Be someone here now, so have fun. Oh, okay, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we have anything we're paying desk this episode? Hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, okay, indeed. Okay. I will go first. Give it to us. Give it to us. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, I would like to pay desk to the black men that threw a black woman into the dumpster. And I would like to paint this to the black man that hit a black woman with a skateboard because she rejected him. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I didn't Y'all even see so that. Bitches. Yes, it was gross. But I, d- I did hear about the one with the, um, I didn't watch the video, but I Y'all did. Y'all um, I did hear about the one with the woman in the trash can. Yes, uh, I've seen the video. Wow. Bitch made Y'all yeah. bitch made. And, it's like, and I y'all mean, have Black Lives Matter t-shirts and stuff and all in your social media platforms and stuff, y'all. Black Lives Matter and blah, blah. Get y'all. Yeah, Black Lives Matter and then 
And then, and then you gonna throw a black woman into a trash can, okay. A dark-skinned black woman. Both of these were dark-skinned black women, which is like, you know... Which means something. <laughs> that really means something. Mm. Well, French, are you paying us to anything? Um... I am just going to pay dust to just how unmotivated I am right now. Oh, no. You know, it's just very hard. These, like, I, I'm going to be, I'm supposed to be done with school, you know, in like ten, like nine weeks or ten weeks or something like that. I, I mm-hmm. should be done, but, like, I'm just very, very exhausted. I have no motivation. Same. And in part, like me and Mika were talking about this the other day, like, a part of that is because, you know, we're all, you know, doing things from home for the time being. Um, yeah. Things are starting to open back up, which, <laughs> have y'all seen what the COVID cases are doing? Right, yeah. Rising, rising. 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 house like a tomb raider. That is what COVID <laughs> is doing right now. <laughs> COVID the stallion. COVID the stallion. That is what's happening. I saw something saying like that. Sixteen friends that went to a party all got all tested positive for COVID. Like, yep. They went to like this party or like this club or it wasn't a club. It was like a bar or something. They all went out and they all came back testing positive for COVID. I said, "Well, damn." See, see, no, just don't. It's not that deep. Really I'm good. Not. We got margarita mix at the house. Right. Okay. Fiesta, fiesta. Yeah, fiesta, <laughs> Only go out unless you have to. And if it's going to be you going out whenever you have to. And you can have fun and go out. Like yeah. Parties of four or less, you know, are recommended. And everybody should be wearing masks. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. But yes. And please I... wash your hands. Please do. I'll be seeing t- in like, ooh, chair. But um, but yes, that's what I'm paying us to, you know, because it's been very hard with what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, for all, you know, like in our in our homes and being contained, and we're seeing what's happening in the world and to people that you know, like to our skin folk, kin folk out in these streets, you know, they're getting murdered and just totally disrespected, and it's being put all over social media, and it's like when you're at home, you know, you're kind of like being surrounded and like encapsulated and those sorts of, like, negative things, like, a little bit more than usual. Mm So, you know, like, when you go to class, like, we've been doing, you know, you go into, like, your little Zoom class, and then your professor just... Your little Zoom They still haven't (laughs) said anything about what's going on in the world. They haven't said, hey, students, how are y'all feeling right now? I see what's going on out in the world. If you guys are a part of, you know, of the world, how are you guys holding up? Are you doing okay? Is there any adjustments that we should make to the schedule? You know, does nope. anyone need to talk? I'm here. I see. Da, 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 nothing. And nope. we're just going All my professors did was give me my give me my due dates to turn in my final assignments. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just been like hard. Like, oh my gosh. And then like we talk about, you know, like like the class will start off and they ask, like, oh, how's everyone doing? And everyone's like, I'm, well, mind you, in my um, in my cohort, there's only like I don't know, fifteen of People. us or something like that. You know, we're pretty small because it's, it's grad school, but um, there's just there's two black people in our cohort, me and this other girl. And the rest are, like, other people of color. Like, there's no, like, white person in our cohort. Like, everyone's, like, mm-hmm. 
some sort of brown. Like there's there are Indian people, there are Filipino people, there's some Mexican people, you know what I mean? But yeah. we are the only two black people. I'm sorry, there's actually three. I'm sorry, I forgot the other girl. Oh, forgot and one. Then, oh, oh, oh damn. There's Forgetful. three. There's me, me and two uh, and two other girls. And so you know, it's just been like very frustrating, at least to me. I don't know how the other girls feel about it, but it's just very frustrating that like, you know, I'm in class and my it seems like my professor like they just they don't care about like how nope. their students are doing mentally and just, you know, how they're coping with things and it's just been really been like rubbing me the wrong way and I just I've been very, very just like unmotivated. It's upsetting me and my homegirls. Yeah, you know, because I feel like, okay, so you don't care. And I mean, (laughs) obviously I care about, you know, I care about getting my, getting my master's as we've, as I've talked about on the show, like I have to get an A in one of these classes so that I can graduate. But I just, it's very, it's it's hard, especially during a time of racial unrest and like explosiveness. Like the whole world literally exploded. It feels like it. From a pandemic to like a race war, it's just like a whole mess. And then it's like I go to class and I have to pretend like that's not happening. I have Mm -hmm. to pretend like I care about what's actually going on. And I don't, I don't care about, I don't care about whatever the topic is for class for that day. Like I want to talk about what the hell is going on in the world and what's happening to people. Yeah. At least and, that's all that's all I want. I know that was a long yeah, I, No, I feel you. I understand. I mean I definitely I feel like it just really depends on like especially since you're aren't you like um you're getting your um MBA, right? My MSBA. Yeah. MS MSB, okay. Mm-hmm. So like it, everything with business is so structured mm-hmm. to where it's like there's no room to talk about actual social issues. You know, they're like, you know, we are on a course, we're on a track, we need to finish this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. And professors need to realize that, like, it's also okay to do check-ins with your, um, with your students. And even if right. it's like a, it's a, it's like a, hey guys, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Um, unfortunately, our class time and our schedule and our syllabus doesn't permit us to really have to take time aside from the track of the schedule to talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm open to like you guys calling during office hours or like you guys calling and like, you know, if you need a check in or just want like, you know, a mental check in for with me personally, see how things are going with you personally. Um, maybe we can move some things around if everybody in the class is feeling OK about it. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm yeah. available. Like, I'm just make it so that it's like you don't have to talk about it in class if it's right. really going to mess up your syllabus or your schedule, because I understand this whole entire co- entire COVID-19 thing really did throw a wrench in a lot of people who teach in education in general, teachers and professors and who people who are in higher education because they had to learn how to adapt to yeah. teaching remotely. And let me tell you something, they are not adapting. Right. They really yeah. are so not. So it's, <laughs> it's a struggle for them already. <laughs> so I feel like they're just trying to get through the material. But yeah. just to make yourselves available to your students, be like, hey, there's a lot going on in the world right now. But unfortunately, the way that this class is set up now and the way that the syllabus is looking, I have to teach and I have to get through this content to make sure that everybody's on the same page for graduation to, to graduate. Right. But I'm right. here for you. If you need someone to talk to, if you want to set up a time after class or before class to come and just speak about things going on in the world, 
I want to let you guys know that I'm here for that. And like, please utilize me as a resource, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable talking to me, I might have colleagues that I can connect you with, you know, that you might feel more comfortable with. Just let me know. But that's the point. Like we are a network. We're a unit. You're supposed to be there for us. I'm paying all this money <laughs> to come to this school mm-hmm. to get this master's. So please make yourselves available. You know, that's yeah. the least you could do. It's like, you could send, send a mask. I don't care if it's a mask email. Like, just be like, hey, class. I don't know what's happening. I'm tired. I think what I hate the most about my classes is that, is that they should be talking about because I'm majoring in psychology. And my classes are psychology and human behavior right now. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, they should be talking about this stuff that's going on right now Mm because it makes sense to talk about it, but they're not. And it's just like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. This is literally something that we can be talking about because, hello, psychology, human (laughs) behavior, the shit that's going on right now, it's crazy, but... Not a peep. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. Right. Like I said, sorry. I know that was a long pay of dust, but I just been very frustrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what am I paying dust? I'm going to pay dust to. Okay, this is very you know minor, but. There, my neighbor is cutting tile. He's redoing his whole bathroom, which is beautiful. You know, Bob the Builder. But (laughs) every day, every day, he's cutting tile and wood and just every all these different materials. And they make so much noise. And it's always either early in the morning or late at night because he has a job. So (laughs) it's like, bruh, like, can we please get some rest? Like, I don't want to be... Waking up at 5.30 to hear some tile. Ew. You know? Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. That's my pay to Any shining let moment? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Any shining moment? Any shining moment? Uh, yeah. Um. That didn't sound convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any shining moments? Um, I mean, yes, I do. I do. It's not. It's not a thing directly linked to me, but um, um, someone yeah. you know, my boo. He's he's been getting uh some some really good numbers on his music lately, like running ads and stuff and it's just been cool like you know it's like cool to see people's growth and so it's just been like really really cool to see um like you know like his followers go up and like Mm -hmm. now he has like a hundred and something like monthly listeners on on uh on spotify and like some of his songs have over like about like 1600 streams and it's just been like mm-hmm. really cool these this last like couple weeks to it's see the been, growth it's been really nice like to see some growth like that's been pretty cool mm-hmm. we love it mm-hmm. mm, my shining moment honestly this is so weird but my shining moment is i actually have been enjoying going back to the office <laughs> Ooh. 
right Look i at know you. i've actually been really enjoying going back to the office um it just gives me something to get up and get dressed and get out and do especially since there's not much to do in the first place uh-huh. um but it also helps me just like home is no longer like home is definitely you know it's always like your place of solitude and rest and reflection and all this stuff but it's hard for it to be that whenever you're working out of it so now that I'm not really in the work from home environment anymore like I work from home maybe one day a week Hmm. it makes it easier to come home and feel like I can rest you know so I really do enjoy it that's my shining moment you know Nika what's your shining moment uh, <clears throat> I ordered some things from Black-owned businesses, and I am excited to get them and can't wait to buy more this weekend because... Tell us uh, some things that you bought. I bought some soap for my virgina. Mm. I bought... <laughs> yes, yes. For, for, oh, dear. Richie hates me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought... I bought this um this resin like moon shaped tray that this girl makes. I bought some shea butter and some candles and can't remember. I think that's all for now until I buy more things from Black Peoples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's exciting. And I found so many new um, other things, and I've shared it with my friends so that they can get some things. And share. Whenever you guys buy from Black-owned businesses, please do share with your friends so that they can also start buying, too. Yes. Like, my friend Bree, she just bought this cute travel bag and backpack, and I'm about to buy that shit. Oh, okay. Black-owned business, leather, and gin. It's it's all good. It's all good. That's okay. No, yeah, I'm right. definitely, you know, I'll I'm share with there. you guys. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. With you guys. Yeah. yeah. In there, like, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, moving on to the gust of wind. <laughs> okay, Winnie the Pooh. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh y'all, mad. y'all mad. You don't want the harmony? You don't want the harmony. You don't want it. We're giving it to you. You didn't want it. <laughs> Chloe and Hallie came out with their album, <laughs> Ungodly <laughs> Hour. Yes. And it is gold in a project. I mean. I've been listening to it every fucking day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Literally. Every day. Multiple times a day. Multiple yes. songs. Yeah. Multiple. I jump around. I just. Yeah. I can't I, I'm understand. able to put it on shuffle now. I've still never been able to put my albums on shuffle. I just can't. Me I can't neither. <laughs> I do when I have it in playlists. Oh my goodness. I can't even put a playlist in shuffle. A shuffle is the devil to me. I get so scared when I say what's going to come up. I feel yeah. like sometimes my my stuff doesn't shuffle correctly and I'm getting mad because I'm like, well, this should be coming well, next, not well, this. Mine is yeah. separated in a way where I don't like I don't mix certain genres together sometimes. Like uh-huh. if if I'm gonna have something soothing, it's gonna be a soothing playlist. I'm, I'm not about to throw Trina up in that bitch if I have I like jazz on shuffle because I don't know none of the jazz song, you know. <laughs> but I can't put like you know song songs on shuffle. Uh-huh. I'd be trying to get with it. Um, do you guys have any favorite songs from the project? 
top top one or top two? Top two. Yep, you have to see two, two. Give me top two. I'm not doing three. Okay, I refuse well, to three. Tipsy. Top two. Tipsy is okay. my number one off the album. Okay. And number two off the album is Ungodly Hour. Those are my top two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nika. Nika. Uh, I like. This is so hard because I like every fucking song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know, I know it, I know it. It's, it's, it's such a beautiful project. It's beautiful. Man, uh, I like Busy Boy, and I like Wonder What She Thinks of Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, come on. I love. Um, I'm gonna pick Lonely and Wonder What She Thinks of Me. Both of the small, the slow songs, of uh-huh. course. But as I, I do like the up tempo songs, I love everything on the album. Uh-huh. Every single. But, oh so. my goodness, Lonely and Wonder What She Thinks of Me is like. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, one night I played Lonely like repeat the whole like I just put mm-hmm. it on repeat and literally oh, fell asleep and woke were up. Were you and it was yourself? You know. You know what. <laughs> Because <laughs> it doesn't make you, but the thing is, the, the song isn't like a I'm lonely. No, it's you not. Know? Yeah. I know yeah. sometimes you, you feel alone. I'm like, all right, this is hitting. This is hitting. Like, I like it. It makes you feel you like you don't feel bad. You know, like, okay, you know what? Yes. I don't have- I remember. Right. You great girl. I just like how it makes me feel. So, yeah, those are my top two. And let's just say that these girls. Are not off our off our next with this album because after the album and after the visuals they gave us, they started giving us live performances. Yeah, and you guys, <laughs> ooh, feeding foot me. on the neck. The tennis court is the set in the stage. Yes, the live performances they have been giving, amazing. I mean. No stone left unturned. They're hitting all the angles correctly. They're hitting all their dance moves on point. Their voices sound amazing. There's no, like, they're, they're trailblazing right now. And these girls are getting love from everybody. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, this, it really has been. Mm-hmm. This album is going down. Like, it's going down in the history of books right here. Ungodly Hour, amazing project. Yeah. Please check it out whenever you guys get a chance. Yeah. Mm. I will have to say the only flop for me on the album catch up just take it off i'd be like please. i'd be like oh that's a skit oh please Sweetly is out I, I couldn't i had to i i skip like oh literally. yeah that song was do like, do like the bridge of catch up the bridge of catch up is really good to me mm. chloe chloe murders that bridge oh yeah, yeah yeah like if uh, the first okay the first single that they put um, that they put out off of Ungodly Hour. I believe it was Catch Up, right? Or was it? Um, yes, it was. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't. Yes, and I it was, was like, Catch Up. Uh, Catch Up was the song that they put out first. And so when I listened to that, I said, oh, no. I wasn't ready. I was like, dang, that's what we're coming with right now. Uh, but then Do It. Do It came out like ooh. directly after that. Yeah, exactly. Do It. Do it then, yeah, and I was and like, ooh. Like a week ooh, later or something. That just happened to Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit Do It. And then it had they saw that Catch Up wasn't catching up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They realized real quick catch up wasn't really catching with many people, so they said we're gonna have to drop our second one like now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I definitely, Smart decision. I definitely get what they were trying to do with catch up. It's the only song on the album that has a feature. You know what I mean? And so you know, like they brought in Mike Will made it and Slate Lee. I mean, those are two like if you got them two people on a song of yours, like that's probably gonna be 
you have like a good chance. Good for the radio. Being, you know, a really good radio rotation song. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that they should have done that. Yeah, because it goes from busy boy, busy, 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 They didn't need features. Yeah, and let, let's, let's get this over Okay. Oh my goodness. It needs to be longer. Yeah. It needs to be longer. Overwhelmed. That one, that's such like a star on the project, though, to me. Yes. Because if you really want to Especially hear how I feel now. Voices, listen to Overwhelmed. If you've never listened to Chloe and Hallie before, and you want to just hear what their voices sound like without all the extras, without all the, you know, so the, the production and the and the beat and everything. Just listen to Overwhelmed, and you'll be like, oh wow, these so girls simple, are but so girls, complex. They yeah, they're talented. Mm-hmm. And they really let their voices shine on this project too. I love, I love Hallie's voice. I think it's it's just like oh, it's crystal clear. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And they really let let their voice. And she's gonna be a great Ariel. Okay? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can definitely uh, see how they've grown when it comes to their vocals from the last project to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing the damn thing. Yes, Come on, girls. Are. Come on, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Do your thing. Mm. Mm. Well, um, next under the gust of wind segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about the all Black Lives Matter march that happened this past, I believe it was Sunday. Um, what was the date this Sunday? Just so I can get it, get it right and get it, get back. Yeah, it was the 14th. The 14th. It was the 14th of June. Um, there was an all Black Lives Matter march that took place in Hollywood, California. Um, that basically celebrated all Black lives because often some people, often people within the LGBTQIA plus community feel neglected whenever it comes to, um, being protected by the black community whenever it comes to their rights and their lives. And it's kind of like, you know, we're dying too from the same thing, like, you know, from police, police brutality. And we're also dying from discrimination from our own people and from other people, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, we want to make it a thing that like, you know, we need to all band together and be a part of this versus just like, you know, picking and choosing which black lives do matter. So it encompassed the like all portion of Black Lives Matter um, and brought it to the forefront and brought us the media and brought it to the streets and showed people like, you know, everybody, every Black life, no matter what your sexual orientation is, no matter how you identify, your life matters. Because often some people who do come to Black Lives Matter marches who may like, you know, use, be used to being dressed and like, you know, their usual get-ups, like, you know, they kind of tone it down because they don't want to face any weird looks, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I personally, like, you know, I go to places, like, I know if I'm going anywhere with Black people, I'm not putting on a crop top. <laughs> like, I, I will not. Mm-hmm. Like, but I know that I can go do it in West Hollywood, but I'm not doing it, like, you know, at the Black Lives Matter march. But um, it's just, it's, it's, it's personal preference on what you're comfortable with and how comfortable you are in showcasing yourself to the world like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but often, whenever you're in those spaces, you don't feel necessary. Like, you, you feel protected by your people as long as you're following the social, social, norm. norms, and guide- <laughs> social yeah. norms and guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to hit on the true meaning of the march um, and why it's so important for people to 
encompass all black lives when talking about black lives that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I did want to bring up also how there were some protesters who were not happy about the all black lives matter March, um, and decided to hold their own marches, like little mini marches, I guess, around LA, um, that weren't specifically tethered to or tied to the, to the all black lives matter March. They didn't really want to associate with the all portion of it. So they kind of, you know, you saw people going through shopping malls and people going down random streets and random neighborhoods protesting. But I really do think that it also could have like, you know, it, it still held weight and it still was powerful in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm proud of it. And I just wanted to ask you guys a question um, before we move on. I want to know um, when will we finally accept intersectionality within the black community? Do you feel like it has to? Well, I don't feel, but like, do you? It clearly has to do with the black church and all yes. the values instilled within the black church. But do you feel like there will be a, a point where there's intersectionality that is accepted? If so, like, how do you feel it'll go? especially with these new generations coming up, like, you know, being very outspoken, mm-hmm. um, not really going by the rules, not really caring what grandma and grandpa say, you know, people, we grew up all in different times. So I wanted to get you guys' opinion on it. Mm. Nika, you want to go first? Mm. Um, I honestly don't know, because even talking to my own family members, I can see that there is such a gap with um, with how they feel towards certain um, people and certain people's sexualities and where they get their information from. Like, they'll probably only get it from news sources. But we get things in real time when we're on Twitter. We get things, like, instantly. It just comes rapidly, comes so fast. And... <clears throat> some of the things that are portrayed on the news are not going to be the same things that are actually really happening that we see. So I feel like there's still a bigger gap. They don't, there are people who want to understand and don't, and there are people that don't understand, don't ever want to understand because they just don't get it and they don't want to, they don't want to try because they don't care. They just want to remain ignorant in their ways. So I just feel like, it is definitely going to depend on the person and how they are and if they're open to it. But if, if people are not going to be open to conversation on these things and, and bonding all black lives Mm -hmm. together so that we can be together and, you know, be on, be really be on top and be there for each other and not tearing each other down. Like, every second it seems with certain groups mm-hmm. and the colorism like that's that is an issue that's a big issue so I just feel like there's so many problems <laughs> and a lot of gaps and a lot of closed-minded people mm-hmm. who want to just remain ignorant but of course I hope for change and sometimes I can see some changes when people when I can see like somebody changing their mindset or views on something but at the same time it's like it's gonna take time with with that for all black people to really be there for each other no matter what no matter who you are 
no matter what mm-hmm. you want to do in your personal life. So it's going to take time, especially when, when it comes to men holding other men accountable, accountable or women holding other women accountable, just black people holding each other accountable when it comes in terms of, um, um, sexual abuse within our community. Like that's a big thing too. So I just feel like there are many conversations to be had. We're only I feel just that. Beginning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ain't <laughs> that crazy? Um, you know, I, Lisa, mm. <laughs> yeah, I would say that I believe, mm, I, I truly and honestly want to say and believe that we will see it in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. I truly want Maybe to whenever say, we get old. Yeah, old, that's what I'm know, saying. Like, I'm like, yeah. like 70, you know. Yeah, because uh-huh. I'm like, I definitely do not see this like acceptance um, happening within our community anytime soon. And that just makes me so sad. No. Like it just yeah. makes me so sad to say that because that really is just like the God's honest truth. Um, mm-hmm. we're so stuck in like our old ways of thinking, you know, and whether you are, you know, whether you were raised in a church or if your family, you know, are like heavy into, you know, like their, their religion and things like that. It doesn't matter if they are or are they, or if they are not, those ideals have still like trickled down into our like everyday society to where, you know, and then like, you know, within, within the black community, you know, just things are not as accepted as we would want them to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because us being millennials, like we're kind of like the more accepting yeah. generation. And then it's yeah. like the ones after us, they're really like, oh, you know, uh-uh. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. <laughs> tell me what to do. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's almost like, like the millennial generation is kind of like the moderate. And when you are being a middle ground, moderate person, you don't really get things done. In my mm-hmm. opinion, it takes like the more radical, uh, ideal people or just the ones who are just more open and out front with mm-hmm. it to, you know, kind of, change things but you know as we see that's very dangerous like I mean I don't know mm-hmm. you know that's, that's kind of where yeah. I am with it. I don't know I'm, and I I feel like as far as the march like as them titling it you know all all Black Lives Matter I don't have an issue or problem with that simply because um, Billy Porter put out this video earlier this week I believe it was last week and he was you know saying okay we're out here we're marching you know for you know uh you know like like these black men that we see get slain you know by like these cops and stuff like that and it's really really terrible to see and to watch and then when it comes to like the black women that you know have gotten murdered by cops and stuff like that like we see way less coverage and then especially when it comes to it being like a black person who is at who's like a member of the lgbtq 
IA plus community when there's mm-hmm. something that came out that comes out about them being, you know, murdered in some kind of way. I mean, it's almost like you can you can't even hear the rat pissing on the cotton. That's right. how quiet it is. <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean? So <laughs> And like it's quiet because it's like, it, I mean, you people have to care and people don't right. care. They so don't. you know, it's not like you can't make them care. But like mm-hmm. in this time, I feel like especially in this time of such an uprising, like this is the time to be in people's faces and be like, you need to care about this too. Definitely. And I see mm-hmm. people responding to that video and telling him, telling Billy Porter in this video of him expressing, you know, like how his, you know, like how his community is being treated by its own like you know kind of peers maybe not you know not in the sexual orientation way but in the race and ethnicity way like yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're not you guys aren't standing up for us and we feel like that's wrong people i saw people responding to that video and telling him you need to be quiet because now is not the time we're talking about black lives right now now, now, <laughs> right. now is not your it's time not gay thing. now is not your time to speak like billy porter is a black gay man and you you just told right. him he has no space to you want to silence him during the black mm-hmm. lives matter conversation you're having and that he needs to focus on the black lives that matter i'm sorry our our black Am people are no longer Am a part not? of like the lgbtqia community it doesn't, it, they, i mean they're just they, are they are people aliens now all of a sudden they're not black anymore did, did they become some other race no Okay, so why do they have to be quiet? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do they have to be quiet? It's not your time to speak. You need to, you know, read the room. Like, I am reading the room, and I'm telling you, the right. room is missing some people. <laughs> right. And you're going to sit here the and The room tell is me, missing you know, quite a few people. Get out. Quite a few you know, people. Get out back to where we pushed you in the back, the way, way far, 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 far back. And Oof. then when we finally get our Black people liberated, then you, other black people, can get liberated. Like can come through you know, and show up. Yeah, black, no. so we need to all be liberated together. But like I said, you know, those mindsets they really trickle down, and it takes generations to get over it. So it does. if we yep. if to we heal. see anything in our generation to uh you know advance us as a whole as people, that would be interesting to see. But I honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever see it in my life. Mm-hmm. like real action. I would hope that we change. see something, but yeah, you know, hope is hope at the end exactly. of the day. Hope right. I, I really, hope I'm not, I'm not saying things need to be a hundred percent peachy king. Cause that'll never be the case. But like, right. I at least want to see people actually coming out and supporting, you know, not just through police, police brutality, but also like, you know, when trans lives are being slain just because they're walking down the street yeah, exactly. right. and they talk to them like, Oh, you know what you think you are. You think you're, you're a woman. You ain't no woman. And like, People literally get beaten to death just yeah, walking home. Right. You know, we've seen that happen this week. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's happening every week. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> We're not talking about it because oh, not those black lives. We're not talking about those. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> like let's support everybody, not just you know <laughs> some people. Mm-hmm. Y'all be putting asterisks on stuff. Black lives matter, and it's a asterisk in terms. The <laughs> Terms of says we exclude, we're excluding the LGBTQIA <laughs> so you know. plus community, just so you know. Y'all have to take the time to heteronormative. Exactly. That's all it is. That's the only mindset that we're, you know, we're marching That's for. it. That's, That's it. it. That's, mm-hmm. it. That's it. That's it. That's all we're doing. 
Mm. Well, yes, that was it for my Gusta Win segment, you guys. Yay. Here um, we go. Hey, hey. Under our umbrella. Here we go. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, I feel like we could low key. Mm. What? Let's Ooh. do what? I mean, since we're already on a topic of education mm-hmm. and educating people. Let's just under our umbrella with Education Station. Okay. okay. So, whoever put it on there, speak on it. <laughs> whoever put it on there? <laughs> speak on it. Yeah, I'm going to put it down. you going to fall in love. Right. Well, it was me. I did it. Frenchie did it. <laughs> it was her. It was you, Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Get her. Well, yes. I put Education Station down here on Under Our Umbrella because... Come on, Miss Frizzle. Um, there, uh, J. Cole had put out a new song. I think it's called Snow on the Bluff or something like that. I haven't listened to it yet, but I have read the lyrics. You can read the it. lyrics. I read the lyrics from it. And in the song. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he came out with a new song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did this happen today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh dear. I am oh okay, well I'm new to me. Mm-hmm. Snow on the block. Okay, cool. I'll look yeah. it up. Yes. He put the song out earlier this week. Uh like at like so yeah, Tuesday. He I think he put it out on Tuesday night or whatever. Um, mm-hmm, Tuesday night. And in the song immediately. Addressing, addressing someone. People are Speculating that the person he's talking about in these lyrics is the rapper No Name. No Name. Um, yes. But in the lyrics, he's, he's uh, saying, you know, there's this woman out there, you know, who I see on like on my timeline, and you know, she's out there fighting for, you know, for for you know, like for her people and blah 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 blah. But she she's also calling out other black people, you know, saying that like, oh, you know. Um, some people in the black community are like aren't doing enough or whatever, and kind of telling people to step up. And he felt like she apparently this is all speculation because he did not confirm. Allegedly, he did not confirm nor deny if the song was actually about No Name. But he said, "I'm not going to tell you guys how to you know consume my art or whatever. Blah blah. blah. You guys can think what you want, kind of thing. Blah blah." blah. But, um, and was just kind of, you know, saying like, okay, I see what you're doing and that's great and everything, but you need to watch your tone with how you're telling me, uh, because he felt like she was talking directly to him. Um, you need to watch your tone with how you're telling me to, you know, stand up for my people and to do these things. And you, instead of you talking down on people or feeling like, you know, you're more woke than the next person, you need to just educate me and educate us on what we need to do. You know, you're like, you're, you're, you're a leader. So you need to, you know, lead us and show us the way, because I am not going to pick up a book and, and read and stuff. (laughs) Tell me, tell me instead of talking down to or feeling like you're more woke than me. Why do these conversations happen over lyrics and rap songs? Why can't people actually reach out to people and just be like, hey, I noticed that, you know, you called me out on something and, you know, rightfully so. Um, 
I'm here at your disposal and I want to know what should I do? What can I know? Um, what should I read? You know, just like, you know, take the initiative to at least reach out to someone mm-hmm. before you start just putting out lyrics that, su- that are so alleged and suggest of someone specifically. It's kind of like, what, what was that for? It's, it feels like a show now. It feels like you put on a show. Yes. And so my question is, are we are we supposed to take on the task of educating people on topics if they feel if they feel like the person who is speaking on something is more educated than they are on the topic or whatever? Should that person who they feel is more educated then have to teach the less educated person about the topic or whatever, or should it, or should they teach themselves? I guess is what I'm asking. Is that is that up to us? Is that our job to teach other people? Um. I wouldn't say it's our job to teach other people. Um, it's just, I guess it should be personal preference. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, there's, a, there's a difference between teaching someone and guiding someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily want to be there teaching you everything and every step of the way, but I definitely don't mind providing you with tools and resources for you to educate yourself on certain things. And if you want to come to me and engage in conversation about those things, then that in turn is me teaching you because you've taken what I've given you, like, hey, read this book. This is where I learned a lot of the stuff from. And then you come back to me like, I read the book. Let's talk about it. Right. You might find out more things that are in depth that I might be bringing up from book two or book three that you don't know that like you're learning from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's always important for people to, re- to remember that at one time you were the least educated person in the room, <laughs> like, you know, before someone came and taught you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nobody's ever really self-taught. I mean, like there are people who are like, oh my goodness, like I... I've read every book I do this and that's all me and like no but there was a person who wrote the book like you know like so you're like once again like the way of education the way of learning is literally from like your 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 teaching no matter if it's within writing no matter whether whether it's in conversation whether it's with a book like you're never the only one that's like it's all me I learned all this by myself this ain't like you know that's that's not what it is because in the, at the end of the day someone taught you something it doesn't matter how you've consumed it whether it's been through reading whether it's been through face-to-face conversation interaction whether it's been through trial and error of learning things um but there was always a period where you didn't know as much as you thought you knew. Mm-hmm. So I don't say, I wouldn't necessarily say it's our duty to educate people, but I do feel like if someone comes to you genuinely asking a question and not being ignorant, like, you know, there are people who come to you who, who like want to create conversations, specifically people who are non people of color, mm-hmm. um, white people who <laughs> come to you and want to just create conversation. Like, Oh, I wish I knew more about like, the experience and race and i'll be like okay well like i'm not necessarily here to teach you that because i also myself have to navigate it Mm. and i'm living in it so it's a bit hard for me to teach it but i will say that i learned a lot about it from these books and you should read them um you can also watch videos like you know youtube is at your disposal there are plenty of historical information and documentaries to watch but like 
if you also feel comfortable with it, once you finish it, come back to me and engage in conversation with me. And I can tell you wrongdoings. I can tell you those weird, like, colloquialisms that you may, like, want to try to throw around and you shouldn't be, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, it, it's just, it's, it's a point of trial and error, but I don't think that the question was, do you think it's our duty to like, you know, educate people? I don't think it's your duty, but I do think that if someone comes to you with a question, genuinely, you should respond to it effectively with some kind of takeaway. So that person doesn't walk away just thinking it's not my job. Like, you know, right. to do this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Um, that was beautifully said. That was beautifully said. Um, well, me, I feel like, I feel like it's not my job. I feel like it's not my job. And to me personally, what I see when people are saying, especially, well, especially like within the context of like the lyrics or whatever, you know, he's asking a woman, like, help me, a man, teach me amen about you know about this topic like you know teach me teach me help me Mm -hmm. and if it and if it is you know people like people are speculating if it's so that he was indeed talking about no name on the song then i feel like why is it always black women's job to teach everybody like i'm not i'm not schoolhouse rock I'm, I'm not just a bill. I'm not. Um, I'm not whatever scholastic video game or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's it's sometimes it gets very tiring that like the response to what a black woman is saying, and more often than not, the black woman has already put out in great detail. This is what's going on. This is what I'm going through. This is how I'm seeing things. How I'm viewing things, and then. You know, and then like the man, a man will come up and be like, well, I disagree with that. Or, you know, or, you know, will tell you, I don't, I don't agree with the way that you're going about it. Um, But enlighten me, teach me, show me the Mm -hmm. way. And it's like, do you really care about what I have to say? Yeah. Do you really care? Because if you, I feel like if you're truly listening then you would have you would have already seen my point, and you wouldn't be asking me, "Oh my gosh, well, can you educate me further on this or whatever?" And sometimes, you know, I've seen people people get asked, like, "Oh my gosh, can you help me? You know, teach me more." And then they'll they'll provide them with resources, like, "Okay, here you go, read this," or Google search that or whatever. And then people get offended, like, "Well." I feel like you should just be able to tell me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at it on my own. And I feel like that mm-hmm. was the problem that I had, is that you're asking someone for help, but then within that same breath, you tell them, "Well, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna attempt to do the work on my own. I want you to spoon to spoon feed it all to me." Uh huh. I don't like that. I don't like that because I feel like that's not my job. You can go. You can go Google search something that I'm that I'm speaking on. If I don't want to, if I don't feel like I want to tell you, um, you know, like the exact resource, or sometimes I might not even have an exact 
resource for you to go check out. I'm just speaking on my own experiences. And then you tell me, well, that sounds all good and everything, but can you point me into another direction from someone else so someone else can tell me about what you're going through, about what you're saying? And it's like, I just told you. I did. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. no, I want, I, want, I want another source. I need an outside source. But well, but you but you but source. you need to you need to give me that outside source. I'm not gonna look for it on my own. So then mm-hmm. you don't really want to learn. You don't really want to know. If you truly felt that way, you would have went out and searched for it on your own. You really wanted to educate yourself, but really you want. I feel like you're just trying to like diminish what I'm saying by being like, well, give me a scholarly source. Like, what are you? A paper from from school or something? Like, I gotta. I gotta, right. I gotta put a work cited together for you. Like, no. They'll figure it out on your own. Because I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. Also you learn through, beautifully said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely learn through conversation. And you'll, you'll find that I can't be, like, you can't be my pupil. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. I don't, I, I mean, unless you want to pay me, to, you know. Right teach you that's a different situation that's a business transaction (laughs) but like you know you're not my pupil definitely um but yeah you also have to realize that not everyone's going to be receptive or open to just offering all it is that they know like you know like you gotta you gotta you like there have been plenty of times in higher education where i've asked a teacher something or a professor something and they say well i can't help you you have to find it on your own and what do you do? You don't get mad. You just go find out. You know, I mean, in, in the moment, you're like, wow, you're my professor. Like, you know, you're supposed to help me. You're here to help me. You get paid to help mm-hmm. me. But then there are honest, like, they have, like, what, 100 and something students. Like, you know, they, that they don't really have the time to sit down with you. Whether, I mean, some really don't. Um, they have other lives and families to take care of and jobs. And you just got to move, you know, find another professor or find another resource or find another outlet. But the point is, if you're really hungry to learn, you'll learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And something not, and someone not, specifically wanting to take the time to teach you that's okay like yeah you'll there will always be another option but don't in don't let the buck stop here like oh well you didn't want to teach me so now yeah so be it i'ma just be done right. <laughs> like, that's and, not it, stupid. and it seems like that was kind of the way that the conversation was going on on twitter at least like you know the black women were saying like we've been telling you what's going on we've been you know we we've told y'all our personal experiences and some people have even you know provided resources for you to go look more into you know what we're saying and what we're talking about whether it be you know specific to the black woman experience or the broader black experience in general or whatever and you decide Mm -hmm. basically like oh well if you don't want to teach me then oh well you must you must not really want me to know like you must not really want yourself to know yeah, mm-hmm. that's literally been most <laughs> of the responses under literally every single yeah. well, thing why, well, talking about this situation. Yeah, well, why can't you just tell me? Huh, nigga, I'm not about to hold your hand. Yeah, that's why. And <laughs> I understand, um, like, both sides to it with the don't, don't forget that you had to learn too. But at the same time, if somebody is willingly letting themselves be ignorant and I'm telling you and I'm telling you and I'm telling you and you say well I don't believe you I'm gonna go ask somebody else because I don't trust your sources when I'm the one living in it yeah what the fuck do you want me to do now like, I'm not about to sit here 
with the bottle burp you feed you bathe you and all that shit no none of that shit Mm-mm. nigga do the work do the work like <laughs> time and time again we tell you to do the fuck work do the fuck work mm-hmm. do the work <laughs> let a bitch go to work and they put them in the dirt okay that was Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh, right? no. Okay. Okay. Mm. work. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No, Jocelyn Hernandez, I know, is that one video where she was in the studio. <gasps> yes. Where am I going? Yeah. Am I going? <laughs> am I going? <laughs> There was also the I sent you with my cootie cat because I'm sent you with my cootie cat. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. With Stevie J, uh huh. How Beautiful. you doing like that? Damn girl, you how you like doing that. like that? Because <laughs> I sent you with my cootie. <laughs> Love it. I can't. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Put it in my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Does that wrap up today's episode? think so okay come on y'all eat it up eat it up eat it up any any last remarks from anyone not from i okay i would like to tell you to listen to black women yes thank you and now listen to frenchie tell you some things yes uh, my last comment is I need y'all to pray on my turtles downfall for me. I know that oh, sounds no, crazy. Oh no, wait a minute. What's wrong with my children? I know it sounds crazy, but my children, you know, they found they found their way to each other. Uh-huh. And they were making some turtle love. And I need y'all to pray oh. that the girl's not pregnant. Please. I just need y'all to pray. Pray for her downfall in that. Oh, pray my that little she's niece and nephew. Because I'm going to have to give her and nephew. Her I mean, honestly. You got to go, girl. She's gonna, you got to go. have to go. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, little turtle babies. Oh, my oh, God. Turtle oh, babies. Is nothing cute about that. Yes, it is. It is. Well, if she is, y'all want to have them? Because I don't know how many come out. Okay. I don't know either. Okay, we got to do some research. We got to do some research. Mm-hmm. It don't even matter. I want to keep one for a day. Because what I'm going to have to even do to prepare for her to have her children is just too much. Like, I cannot do that. So, <laughs> you looked it up? Yeah. That's so, so, like great. I said, prepare now, y'all, please. Um, thank okay, you. I'll pray for it. I guess, poor. Oh, dear, Renee. Okay. <laughs> You've been waiting for your downfall. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been waiting I never thought we'd be praying on someone's downfall. My goodness. Please. Okay. Yeah. So. Thank you. I mean, you've been waiting for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Black Umbrella. Thank you for always being here for every TBU Thursday. We wouldn't be here without y'all if y'all weren't listening. Um, and thank you for loving Thank me. y'all for um, you know given us the suggestion for one of the topics for this week. I hope we covered it fully for y'all, which is the Simone topic. Um, yeah. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and go ahead and send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com um, Let us know what you want to hear next week because clearly we'll talk about what y'all want us to talk about. If you got something, 
that you want to put under our umbrella or something like that. Just send me a story. And we'll be happy to talk about it. And um, yeah, that is that is episode That's twenty-one. Cool. Like like we said, hey, we're almost we're we are halfway done. Set. So we are. All right. Well, we love y'all. Episode. We love y'all so much. <laughs> love Thank y'all for listening. Yes. Bye. Bye. Tune in next week. Bye.